Hey everybody, this is Tyson and Logan, and you're listening to Dad Bods and Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father, a husband, and honestly, a man being in today's world. For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show. What up? This is Dad Bods and Beards. It's been a few weeks since we've actually recorded live in uh, in studio. We've been having guests and after guests after guests, which I'm grateful for. But today it's just me and Logan. I'm Tyson. I'm Logan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so today we just thought uh, we don't really have anything in particular to talk about. Um, I have some ideas. He has some ideas. But in reality, nothing is planned because we felt like we've been in so intense these past couple of uh weeks Super that heavy. we needed to uh do something a little bit more um lighthearted. um i think it was much needed for me yeah. so yeah like super intense but like good intense like it was therapeutic for me you and i both got a ton of different messages from people that were like super uplifting and really nice saying that they oh, enjoyed yeah. the shows which <clears throat> that that makes me kind of lead back what i was texting you earlier like we owe you guys such a big thank you like the text messages the instagram dms the tiktok messages that tyson and i get basically just you guys building us up for the time that we've spent and then janae who does all of our background editing and the different people we've had on the show it means so much from all of us to you that you take the time to listen and then give your feedback like letting us know that it's impacted you makes the world of a difference to us like it it i mean it's hit home close to me this week i know it hits home close to tyson it just thank you you guys mean so much to us no the the comments that we get in our dms the comments that we get in emails um it makes us keep going and yeah. uh it's it's amazing like logan you told me about a comment that you received and i won't say who who it was from but they said that they're having an issue with one of their children. And yeah. now, because they knew they didn't know that Center for Change or something like that existed. Yeah. And because Dr. Hawkins was on and expressed and showed that, hey, there are places for our children and for us that need help. Uh, now they're going to take their uh, child to, uh, to for Center for Change. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, that was really nice to say, just basically them saying that, the the quality of the of the content from you know talking with dr hawkins made such an impact that um they're essentially taking what we talked about and trying to apply it to their life and that makes me feel really good i mean it makes me feel sad at the same time for the situation that they're in but i mean whether it's that i'm mean, the different comments we got about the mental health issues um episode that we talked about and just in general dad issues husband issues friend issues it's it's really rejuvenating for me to realize like, hey, I think we've got something here. Just two buddies talking about our lives and realizing how much it it like sticks mm -hmm. for you guys out there that are listening. So thank you guys so much. It means the world to us and it's it really helps us kind of keep going. It helps us make the time to do this because we enjoy doing it for you and we enjoy getting the feedback. So you guys are freaking awesome. Absolutely. But had to hit that note. mute because uh, I had a cough, you know, because I'm still sick. I'm still <laughs> sick after three weeks. I can't get over this. If there's any random dead air, it's because Tyson is like hacking up a lot. No. And so he's hitting the mute button every time. 
so true. Like but, it's just like a dry on, cough too. It's just like just it just won't go. I don't know what's going on. You you got the you got the Rona. No, what's got, fun got, is I not fun, <laughs> but uh, first of all, I, I I don't know if you know this, but you know this, but I don't know if you know this. I almost died from Corona. I, I had a Delta variant. Yeah. Variant. Yeah. I was in the hospital for what six days, and they told me to say goodbye to my children and my wife, and they gave me Dude. an experimental drug, and it worked. And uh, luckily, I'm still here. But so I know what that Just feels think. like. And this had, is nothing. Had had you died, we would have never had this podcast or anything else. We never would have met. We never would have met. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the whole fatherless children and, you know, all that stuff. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, my wife will get remarried. It's not a big deal. It's just, it's just yeah. the kids will get another dad. Dude, I, when I, when I caught, when I caught, I don't know what variant, year and a half ago or whatever, I thought I was, dude, I was, I was like the biggest baby. Just, Fever, chills, crying, moaning, didn't have an appetite, and which for me to not have, have an appetite. Convulsions, like the shakes, like. Did no. you have that at all, dude? I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, you were hospitalized. I was at home crying like a little girl. So, <laughs> as you, as you should. On that note, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, that's true, dude. I texted. I texted. So you know, I'm a big 49er fan. You are a Jets fan. I'm sorry. Uh, I so, really thought this was your seriously. year, buddy. Aaron Rodgers, Alton. Four plays in. Gone. Just, that's, <laughs> it's, season's over. So I've been telling my wife for weeks, like, hey, because she's a big Taylor Swift fan. Um, like, hey, this whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. She's like, oh, no, she's in, like all the rest of the Swifties. They're like, oh, no, it's all speculation. It's all this. It's all this, whatever. And then when Taylor Swift just shows up to the freaking Chiefs game yesterday, and that's all literally anybody cared about like every time they scored a touchdown they panned up to taylor swift right and all of the travis kelsey's jerseys are now sold out everywhere by swifty fans but i texted my i didn't know that oh well yeah because she's now his new boo all of the swifties are now chiefs fans makes sense to me but i texted my wife like mid game and stuff while this was all going on and i was like i swear if you start following the chiefs i'm not buying you like any more tacos i'm not buying you any more food <laughs> like we are 49er fans in this house <laughs> like so <coughs> Dude, i called you it you can't get me laughing or i caught <laughs> yeah <laughs> just just leave it in there this is a real unedited i know like, right just no but raw, uh, fresh look did you see him leaving with her at the end of the game out of the tunnel oh, yeah. It looks so mm-hmm. awkward. I'm just like, oh, he's so nervous right now. Well, I guess, I guess it was kind of like their little first date or something like that. Yeah, but like, dude, in true like Taylor Swift, Swifty fashion or whatever, they all like went off on TikTok about like analyzing his outfit and what it means, and it was like this subliminal message. And then I will say, the dude did leave in style. He takes her out in a freaking top down like classic convertible i'm like all right that was a baller move well yeah when you're a multi-millionaire you can afford that yeah when you get paid six figures per game literally yeah right do you see what mahomes like the mahomes the espn did an anal like analyzes like what he made per minute and i was no. like holy crap it's it's not it's like he makes 50.1 million dollars a year 
um, guaranteed. And then you like they kept dividing and dividing and dividing until it got to a minute, and it was like a hundred some dollars a minute, something like that. It was astronomical. That's not fair. I mean, I'm not gonna be a crybaby, but like <laughs> these guys, like the dude makes more money when he's pooping than I make in a year. Straight. <laughs> like, did you? Did, a- okay. You are way the, this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but it does. Okay. Okay. You are way into conspiracy theories. Oh, I love them. I love them. Okay. So a conspiracy theory I heard recently is nuts to me. I'm like, it made me think in my mind, I'm like, no, there's no freaking way, but it made me think back in the day when Rome was having issues internally, they would mm-hmm. turn to the Coliseum. And so the president or the emperor and the senators would say, Hey, it's time to have a games. And then they would turn and everyone would get together and come close and they would root for their people. They would root and scream and and become one again. And they were talking about how all the sports get paid all these millions, millions of dollars to create unity, to get rid of all the chaos that's going out in the world. That's what senators and the politicians are creating in order for us to be ignore that. And I'm like, oh, it's a distraction. Yeah, that's weird. But I love the 49ers and they are my distraction. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you think about the concept, right? Like the Coliseum, what are what are modern day sports stadiums yeah. and arenas? They're giant coliseums. And that's what that's I mean, that's essentially what what modern day sports is, is like modern day Roman and gladiator games. And they were a way of distracting the people and they would bring them to this and they would bring them to the Coliseum and they would feed them and they would give them bread and wine and fruits and like, and it would go on for days. Uh And now the modern day application is we have, we have constant professional sports. It's basketball and then it's football and then it's baseball and then it's soccer. And that's like, there's something for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then there's, there's the VMAs and the AMAs and all these like award shows. And it's just constant. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally get it. I totally believe that it's like, yeah, it's all distraction because entertainment is distraction, but I'm addicted to my entertainment. So don't judge me. Dude. I'm just happy that the writers block or writer strike is over because I, is it? yes, they just happened today. It just said, Hey, the strike is over just because I need some uh, new TV. Like, cause I'm, I miss some of my shows. I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Have you ever seen um, Fire Country? Mm-mm. Dude, it's on it's on Paramount now or Seal Team or all those things that are oh, on yeah. like, Paramount. I absolutely love those movies, those shows. There's, and uh, they're just See, not around I... right now. And Ghost. Have you seen Ghost? Okay, you got to watch Ghost. It's hilarious. It's about a lady. Who uh, inherits her mother's or her great grandma's house after she dies? She's with her husband, and they come here in this Podunkville place. And the ghosts are there right now; no one can see them, and they're trying to scare her to move because she's going to be creating an Airbnb oh, there. I think I saw a clip on TikTok. So she falls down and dies, but doesn't die. Comes back to life. Now can see the ghosts. And it's hilarious. And they're all from different eras oh. of time. And uh, it's just really funny. That's funny. Well, see, I like shows. I'm kind of weird. I don't watch like the newest shows that come out, especially now with streaming services. And it's like a new episode every Thursday. Like I let them build up so that I can watch them all at once. Right. Or like, so you're still in I the like Matlock? to watch shows. Matlock? No. Shut up. Shut You've up. never seen Matlock? Uh-uh. 
Okay, one one I'm watching right now on it's on Peacock. It's called Resident Alien. It's so funny. Oh, it's you yeah, remember, did you ever, did you ever watch that? Did you watch that movie Dodgeball with yeah, Vince Vaughn and I mean, who hasn't? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember the guy that played the pirate? Yeah, he was also on um, the jousting one with yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah, what was that uh, called? A nice, yeah, a nice tell. Yeah. yeah, so he he's actually like a voice actor. He does the he does the voice of the chicken from the Moana cartoon. Yeah, yeah. So he's freaking hilarious. So he plays this guy that is like being he's he's he plays an alien that is posing as a human to like learn stuff about people, get his ship fixed, so that he can like literally eradicate the human population. So it's like he's like. I can't, I'm, I'm ruining it for you, but it's so funny. Like he's like learning these human concepts as like an alien, but his, just his, his comedy, like his voice, like all that stuff, like his, it. So I'm watching that. Cause there's like three, I'll have to check like, it out. Two, two or three seasons on Peacock. So I was like, I can just kind of keep going with it. But, and just so you know, you didn't get my joke because I thought it was funny, but Matlock is like a hundred years old. It's like what my grandparents watched. Oh, that's it's probably like why Griffith, I didn't get it. Andy Griffith, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Andy Griffith show. Anyway. There you go. Yeah, I do. I just watch Andy Griffin. Yeah. All right, but I do. I did send you a link. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. And uh, I thought that was really interesting. So mm-hmm. it's all our fault. <laughs> yeah. Right. So while well, Tyson's losing losing his his breath over there, <clears throat> basically it was a uh, an article today. Not today. When was it? Yeah, today. No, it was um, actually today about influencers are influencing men and most. Uh, the most to spend on beauty products and supplies. Basically, they're saying that men are so freaking global right now that they're spending what twice as much as women are because of influencers. And uh, in my mind, I'm like, it did say that in the article. I thought that was nuts. Like women are spending maybe 800, and we're spending like 2400 on average for beauty care products as men. Beauty care, huh? Not just like beard care. I guess there's a lot of guys that are. No, we're talking about pomades. We're talking about face washes. We're talking about soaps. We're talking about all in all, just everything for our grooming standards. I would say is is what they're talking about. So I don't know. I think that's good, but I mean, I don't know. It may be mixed opinion. I think there's a lot of crap out there that guys 100%. get real into. I think there's a lot of gimmicks that guys fall for. You know, I think because I mean, we saw this at the Cosmoprof show. Like, there's like whenever we gave a beard oil sample, did you notice this? Whenever we gave a beard oil sample to some of the women and we said it's great for your skin, they all immediately turned it over and looked at the ingredients. Oh, yeah. Because I think women for a long time have been more, more attuned to like what's in it, what's going on my skin, you know, like what's going in my hair, what's going on my face, yada, yada, yada. Guys are kind of like, Oh, that's a cool picture of a beard and it smells real good. Like it's true though. <laughs> like the reason the guy the reason that some of these beard care companies and the other companies are doing so well is because they've really good marketing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the derma roller. Like I say this all the time. If the derma roller, right, the pokey face one, and you can keep your mouth shut because I know you don't want to like because I know you're in that field. I as a consumer, if the derma roller worked and created more hair growth earth grow hair growth well i'm tired the kardashians would all have beards yeah. because it's just micro it's just micro needling yeah it's just promoting 
Well, you know what it is. It's just promoting collagen growth in your collagen in your face because the chemicals are destroying your freaking skin. Everyone's like, oh, no, it promotes. No, it's just poking your face. <laughs> it's not unless it adds hair follicles with every little poke. It's not doing jack for you. No, it, that's it, my the problem is, is. So, for instance, when I started growing my beard the first time, I took what I thought was the best out there, like because of the way they marketed themselves, the way they per- I, everyone was perceiving, you know, like, hey, this is the best product out there. This is it. This is it. I'm like, okay, oh, this yeah. is a little more expensive, but it's elite. And because it's elite, I want to be a part of it. And so I bought mm-hmm. the product. I did. Re- I, I thought I was doing everything right, which I was. And I was putting it on my beard, putting it on my skin. I went to the barber and they're like, your beard is so crispy. We're like, what are you doing? You need to put beard oil on it. And I'm like, I am. I'm doing exactly what I was, I'm supposed to be doing. I've done a lot of research on how to apply, how to do everything. And they're like, this is not what it's supposed to be able to feel like. You're not supposed to be able to feel your individual hairs on your beard. Like if you were to touch it like a huge grip, you're not supposed to be able to feel it. And I'm like, oh and so he's like this is you need to take some better quality stuff and i'm like and that's when i realized that i kind of fell for the trap where i went because Mm -hmm. these guys spend a lot of money on marketing they must be the best and uh from there i started looking at ingredients and i started looking at stuff like that because that does matter and uh yeah it's there's a lot of uh crap out there but there's a lot a lot of good amazing stuff out there so it's hard to decipher oh oh, yeah so i really really liked this article where it talks about how men influencers are really shaping what we buy and uh, i never thought about that and especially now that the writers you know how they've been on strike not a lot of tv out there not a lot of new stuff and so what do we uh turn for entertainment youtube instagram tiktok um just stuff because it's brand new and so we're seeing a lot more content than we normally have because and so I just thought that was an interesting article that uh, us guys are getting a little bit more influenced than we think we were. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, you think about it like, <clears throat> let's see, what's the, what's the average cost of a beard oil somewhere around the $20 to $30 range, right? Yeah. I would say anywhere between 18 to 25 like, is on average. Yeah. So you see an ad. You think it's you, you know, oh, it looks cool. Whatever the reason that got you hooked, you buy it, you get it, you use it, you don't like it. There goes, there goes your money. And then you see another yeah. one and you get another one. And then that's, that's dude, that's what I did. I've been growing my beard out for years and I've used all of the big names. I can, I've used every single one of the big names out there. Right. I never, I found one a while ago that I stuck with for a while until I found Copper Johns. There's a little bit of a plug for you. And that's obviously where this all came from. Didn't <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what it is. It's like, dude, I, I literally had all of these bombs and oils and butters and mustache waxes that I'd tried over the years. They were just sitting in a box underneath my sink. And I'm sure if I added those all up, it's just waste of hundreds of dollars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you have all these different soap companies you've got all. And now dude, there's, you go to target. And there's a whole dude section, like a whole display section of like all of these brands now. So I believe it. Like, so, so it's like, I think it, a, they kind of push. you as a content creator, sure. also you, you, you take on content, you watch stuff as well. How oh, yeah. do we as men 
decipher the difference between good and bad and also decipher this influencer knows what they're talking about this influencer is just taking money so uh, so therefore you know he's not really trying the product mm. he just took a check and now he's, he's getting sponsored by him how do you tell the difference I don't know. maybe do do a little bit of investigating see how many products that person pushes because if they're one. pushing if they're pushing a bunch how do you determine which is the best not that i'm saying you have to be exclusive but that was one thing that i would just like oh this guy swears by this i follow him and i go and look i'm like oh but they also push four other of the same kind which i got no problem with people making money on something they do but that's where i'm kind of like well it's like a google review you know mm-hmm. if someone leaves a really good review that's great you can click on their name and you can go see other things that they reviewed. And then you realize like, okay, they just kind of mass review a lot of different things. And sometimes you can be like, that guy definitely works there. That's the owner's wife. That's his brother. Like people just kind of going through and reviewing things. So I think you just got to do a little investigating, like go and look at the actual consumer reviews on like Amazon or maybe third party sites. And, but you know what? Look at the freaking ingredients, do your homework. If you're going to put it on your face, you're going to put it on your body. Like, dude, I, I used, I used old spice for my entire adult teenage life. Right. And I would get chemical burns in my pits and I thought it was normal every now and then it would just happen. Right. And, and since I switched, you had a chin strap beard. And I, what? You had a chin strap beard. What? You had a chin, I did strap, have a chin beard. strap beard. Dude. Did you really dude, not hear did me? You see, did you, you want me to just keep saying it? I had a chin strap beard. Is that what you said? Yes, <laughs> dude. That was that was that, I, was that followed me. That was my represent representation to Canada when I look, came in from the United States. So like, look at this guy. He's got freaking weird glasses and a chin strap beard. <laughs> well, you should see my license. It's not any better. Oh no, I've seen it multiple times. We should yeah. post a picture of your license. But we're no, really, I, I one of these days. This is what it looks like when you I have done drugs. Yeah, this is remember the little commercials. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> Just to preface everyone, I wasn't on drugs. I was in a play with my no. son called Adam's Family. I was Lurch, and they made me shave my beard. And then I had to wear tons and tons of makeup and eyeliner and eyeshadow and all this kind of stuff, and I couldn't get it off. I was uh, in between uh, shows, and I had to hurry and go and get my license done so I could go on a cruise for my anniversary in the next couple of weeks after that. And yeah... It is not. The I've gotten part lots. I've gotten out of tickets because how bad that picture is. <laughs> the best part so is that it is still currently. It's still currently your current license. That's the best. Part. Yes, until next month. And next, month? Picture okay, next month. <laughs> That's funny. So That's I'm going funny. to shave Speaking my beard, shaving, put some eyeliner on, just so I'm joking. Just keep it going. It's kind of yeah, like the perpet. Have you seen like those those yearbook photos of the teacher who's been teaching for thirty years and he wears the same outfit? You uh, should just do that every enough. time. You just, just <laughs> every time we're doing the same thing. But but speaking speaking of shaving, it's the uh one year anniversary since I shaved my beard off. Dude, that's nuts. That's Isn't nuts. That Look how long this thing got, dude. I know. I measured but, it yesterday it's it's so six minutes. The girth six, six is and a half huge. Inches. Six six and a half inches in a year that I grew. Well, you grew a little bit more, but you got it trimmed. I think, uh, yeah. So I'd say probably closer to seven inches because I did get about a half inch trim like four or five months ago because it was yeah. like weird. It was growing in like a weird shape. 
But this is the first time ever. Yeah, this is the first time ever that I have not undercut and like shaved my neck or like the sides of my jawline. So it's way thicker than it has ever been. Dude, it's it's way thick. That is weird. I know. For some reason, I thought you said you haven't shaved your nipples. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I don't shave those right. either. I haven't shaved mine either. I don't. Hey, you want to know a fun fact? No, just, about how I found for out clarification. I had hair on my nipples? What? You want to find out? You want me to tell you how I found out I had hair on my nipples? Because you looked down in the shower. Like, no. Okay. So look at my arms. You look at it. I am not a hairy person. Like even my beard is like. Mm. Okay. Anyway. So I'm just not a hairy person. And so like all through high school and everything, everyone's like, do you shave your legs? I'm like, no, I don't shave. I just don't have a lot of hair anyway. So therefore I'm working outside. I'm doing construction. I'm doing siding, soffit and rain gutter. I'm working all everything. And I'm up about 20 feet in the air on some scaffolding, putting some soffit in, which goes underneath the house. It kind of connects the trusses so that it looks good. It gives it some kind of, you know, good views. Anyway, point being, I am sitting here uh, stapling the soffit in and before I put it in the fascia. And all of a sudden, I get this little itch on my nipple. And I'm like, what the crap? And I look down, and I see the spider. And I'm freaking out. And I'm like, I'm doing 20 feet in the air. And I'm like hitting myself. I'm hitting my nipple. And I'm shaking my shirt. And I'm like, okay, it's gone. And I shake it out. And then all of a sudden, about going in a couple more minutes, I start getting that tickle again. I'm like, what the crap? And I threw my shirt off this time in the air. Uh, you know, I'm 20 feet in the air. The sc- the ladders are shaking like crazy. Everyone's nervous. Like, what the crap is going on, Tyson? A lot of choice words. That's not what was being said. And I'm sitting here hitting, and I look down, and I just start laughing so hard because it um it was hair coming out of my nipple. Just one. Just one no, single hair. No, it was like six. It looked like a dandy long leg coming out of my And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, no. I was so embarrassed. Needless to say, that's when I found out I was a man. <laughs> I can't laugh. <laughs> Dude, meanwhile, meanwhile, I have like a, fe- a phoenix rising from the ashes growing on my chest. <laughs> yeah. Like it literally no, so just, it comes straight up and then like spreads across my chest. So. Well, when I hit 30, then I got wings. For yeah. some reason, I just have lots of hair on my shoulder blades. That's so funny. That's funny. That reminds me. That reminds me of of this is probably really embarrassing. I shouldn't say this, but I was so self conscious before my wedding night because I have a I have a, I have a decently hairy back too. Right? This just took, this took a really weird turn for the podcast. <laughs> no, seriously though. That like so here I am. I'm 23. I'm getting married the next morning. I'm staying at my parents' house, and my little sister still lives there. She was she's. You know, about four years younger than me, so she's 19. I'm like, Whitney, I need you to do me a favor. She's like, what? And this is like midnight. I'm like, I need you to shave my back. Because <laughs> I was not about to go into my honeymoon with this big hairy back. Because like the hairy chest is one thing. That's like a manly thing for me. Yeah. But I just have always felt so self-conscious about my back. Even to this day, like before the summer and stuff like that, I will have my wife like buzz down my back before we go do like go to the pool or go to the beach or whatever. And I just remember like in that moment, I'm like, I must have just, my sister. She she's a sweetheart because she did it. But I just was like, she must she must like have that as like an ick moment her entire life. Like, yeah, my brother made me shave his back before he got married. <laughs> 
So yeah, it's um, dude. I can't laugh, man. I can't. I can't make you laugh. I can't tell you that. But so that'll go down in history as one of those like you think back and you're like, oh, the cringe moments. Me. Yeah. So Candace. Uh, so, so Candace every year. I don't care if my back's hurt. I don't care. Um, but she does. And so anytime we go in a public setting, she's like, and she knows my shirt's coming off. She always like, hey, Tyson, let me hear you shave your back. She makes me go sit in the, or uh, stand in the tub. And then she shaves. And the first time that that happened, I looked down and it looked like she shaved my head. There was that much hair. And I'm like, (laughs) what the crap? That is so much hair. And she's like, yeah, we should do a, yeah, (laughs) we should do a, uh, like a remake of the 40 year old virgin. And like next time we both need it, just like film us getting our backs waxed. <laughs> well, destiny at the barbershop. She said she was, she would uh, wax our backs. No, no, I'm not going to no, put her did. through that. Cause she'll, she'll never cut my hair again. No, she won't, but it'd be funny. <laughs> you imagine someone walking in and there's just me laying across one of like the waiting room tape, like benches and she's just waxing my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure this is not hygienic. Like, no, not at all. But we do have a master esthetician now, and uh, oh, I got this little machine. Um, um, was, the only master esthe- master what esthetician? Shut up! I'm not. Yeah, there you go. Good job, buddy. <laughs> anyway, point being, <laughs> only master estheticians <laughs> can use it. I can't. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> got this machine that only she can use, or anyone with a degree as a master ethician. <laughs> um, anyway, and it sucks really, really hard. It's like this little, little thing, and it sucks all like your blackheads and all your crap out of your nose and everything. And I'm like, <sighs> so we're going to start offering that, and I'm really excited because uh, she's going to be doing a facial on me every month. Oh, I just love how you say esthetician. <laughs> esthetician. Es- There's like a little like emphasis, like esthetician. Oh, I hate- I'm tired. Can you tell? Yeah, I think we're all tired. Oh. That's so hey, funny. good news. That's cool. No, what? Um, <laughs> I don't good know. I was just, I was, no. <laughs> I was debating if I want to tell everyone because you know the good news. Oh, what you we hired me some people. No, that we hired some people. Did I text you? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Go ahead. You can spill the beans. You just said good news and you didn't say nothing. Well, yeah. I just... <coughs> Sheesh, guys. This is stupid. This week, All right. you by So, Copper Johns is growing. And uh, with that, I have become very, very burnt out. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's been very, like, I work now, not because I want to, but because I have to. Yeah. Um, I'm just worn out all the time. And uh, with that comes, uh, you know, things that I need to get off my off my plate. And so I hired someone to help me with my emails and help me with just the day-to-day chores, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hired someone to help in the lab, and she was here for eight hours nine hours today and she helped me make a ton uh for stuff that you know we had to fulfill by amazon we had to do all the fba stuff and get that sent out which is like 600 oils 600 butter 600 bombs this week holy cow and so she's doing all that and then um 
you know, we just hired some salesmen. I'm really, really excited for you're going to be included in that. You are included in that. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really excited just because there's so much potential now. And uh, it's just it's really exciting. And I'm excited to see what happens. And uh, the one thing I did want to talk to you about is managing and uh, you as managing, um, you know, what you're doing and then also running a company uh, and yeah. kind of the struggles that you see, what I see, the benefits of what you see and I see and stuff like that, just because uh, it's not all just uh, fun. And yeah. so I think a lot of people see the benefit. Hey, they've been working, you know, all this kind of behind. They don't see behind the scenes. They just see us on lives and chats and stuff like that and all happy, which we are happy. But they don't see the hard work and what's under, going on underneath and all that kind of stuff. So I thought yeah. it'd be fun to talk about. Yeah, I think one thing that <clears throat> so I don't I don't own the company I work for. I work for my brother, who's the primary owner. He built this company like eight years ago. But I help him run it. So I help run the day-to-day -day logistics. I help put out the fire. I'm definitely a gopher, which means I go for this. I go for that. I go for this. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I'm running around. And right now, my brother is on a much-deserved vacation for him because he works oh, really good. hard. So I'm, me and our main project manager are running the show. <clears throat> um and then our main kind of foreman. So it's kind of all hands on deck. So some of the guys that normally we all handle our regular jobs, we all kind of like stepped up to like multi-communication to just kind of make sure that things are still pumping along. But man, it's one thing I remember my brother talking to me about is the comment sometimes. And I'm sure you get this because people just assume when you have a business, you have money or things are going great or just because of the appearance of things. It's that comment of like, oh, it must be nice. I know that mm. that comment can trigger a lot of business owners because a lot of you guys, you don't, you don't, you don't have any free time. Literally all of your free time goes into what you're trying to build. So I think that kind of getting to see behind the curtain of like from an owner's perspective, but not having any like actual vested money in it. Like I, 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 I get why some people are afraid to start companies, to start businesses, to take risks because you put literally everything on the line. And then, I mean, you think about you, like you think about there are, there are entire families that rely on a paycheck that come from you if you yeah. own a company. And if you go under, you have to tell those people, Hey, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to find something else. And they get all mad thinking, Oh, you know, Hey, this is, you know, how am I going to support my family? And it's kind of like, dude, you, you know what kind of debt I got to pay back now that I just lost this business? Like, there's so many things that weigh on your shoulders. Like, I, I can't imagine that. So what's what's funny is I've never got must be nice. Um, I'm not to that point in my business, I think, uh, to be able to uh, someone to say that. Um, I've never but had, you have had people. You have had people come at you expecting you to have money and that you should just kind of hand it. To oh, a hundred percent. I've never yeah, got that. It must concept. be nice, but no, uh, I get people. I wouldn't say daily, but I would definitely say two or three times a week asking for money. Um, I've asked sure. people have asked me to pay for their uh, wife or girlfriend to get out of jail for me to pay their bill. Uh, that was the weirdest thing no I've way. ever had. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think uh, like people will say, hey, I'm about to lose my house. I need to get rent. And there's some that are true friends like, hey, I got you and I'm going to help you. This is sure. coming out of my personal finances. This is not coming out of Copper John because we're strapped. 
Um, and so I've helped that way, but I, I've never made a dime from Copper John's yet. Um, and uh, do people do uh, now that we're starting to grow? Um, mm -hmm. I have invested a lot more money into the into you know um, growing it. So hopefully yeah. that that stuff will grow and it'll start paying me, paying the company, paying for more employees and stuff like that as we grow. Um, but people uh, now there there's this community of bearded men that know me, that get me, um, that understand, and they are wonderful human beings and I love them to death. And then there's those that see me just on social media that aren't a part of it that sometimes will come and uh, treat you uh, very inconsiderate, very rude, very brash. Um, they yeah. act like you are Copper Johns. I'm like, dude, I'm not Copper Johns, man. Um, Copper Johns is a, a company. And mm -hmm. yes, I do own it. But dude, uh, we can only do so much. And so like one guy got really mad. Um, I gave him a discount when he shouldn't have got a discount. He didn't like the sense. And and he and uh, I said, okay, I'll give you I'll give you the unscented just because you know you said you don't like this, and he's like, well, I want to return them. I'm like, I I can't take them back. You've already opened them. That what would yeah. I do with them? I would just throw them away. So you can give them away or just throw them away or whatnot. And uh, then he went off, and just literally went off and just talked about how bad of a person I am and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what 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 did I do? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And, and things like that. The things like that get to me sometimes, but sometimes they don't. But most sometimes they do. But uh, I, I don't think. Uh, but for all in all, it's it's been a blast, and I absolutely love it. Um, the things that I worry about the most is taking care of people. Yeah. Uh, last person I worry about is me. Um, I worry about making sure all the employees get their pay. Um, I worry about am I giving them enough. And so I do get, give bonuses every now and then. I, ma I make sure, like, the barbers have lunches. I pay for lunches. I pay for drinks. I give them gift cards. Um, even the people, like, uh, the people who's doing the, the other stuff, like, I make sure that they get bonuses and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just feel guilty that they're just working so hard. And uh, I don't know. I worry about that. And uh, that's the stuff that always weighs on me. And then eventually it's just you get so tired. It's like, is this ever going to pan out? Because you see it, you feel it, but it never really happens. And so that's the stuff that weighs on me. Well, <clears throat> I think that says a lot to your character, though. I mean, that's why that's why the people who know you love you as much as we do, because you literally give off like genuine, just like genuine vibes. Like you literally want the best for people to the point where, you just you turn around and dump everything that you have back into the the baby you've created and the mm -hmm. and you I speaking from experience, you take care of the people that help you nurture that baby. You know what I mean? That's why I feel so driven to to do what I do to you know to help you every now and then. And I I honestly I mean this is kind of taking an interesting spin, but like I I I've said this until I was blue in the face, like don't sleep on Copper Johns to like you guys who are listening. Like it will literally be one of the biggest beard care brands out there. Like the, the growth that he Tyson has seen in the last few years and then <clears throat> where it's going and understanding the beard care market. Like I love seeing the comments on social media of like, Oh, I can't wait for the beard craze to be over. I'm like, dude, you have no idea what the market is currently doing in the men's oh, yeah. room. I mean, there was a whole, we just talked about the article. 
like the men's grooming and like like beard care, hair care, skin care market has exploded. So it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And <clears throat> so there's a little bit of a blurb for you, but it's kind of like I see. Oh, it's going to more than thing. double in the next few years. Well, and like I said, I see the similar things like with my brother because I see behind the curtain and like my brother shares a lot of the the ups and downs with me, tells me, which is a lot of great experience. I mean, for me to like see behind the curtain of like how things are going, how things are running and just seeing like the immense stress that guys like you go through and then you have to go home and not try to bring that to your family. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you do. It's hard. I mean, I bring my stress home. I have a not trying to discount myself to you. Like I, I, I put in a lot of work with that. You do. I, I, I've had a lot of, I've had what? You're the number two. Like you do a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, the, it's funny is there was kind of this little planning meeting. I got super sick last week. I had told you that. Yeah. And I missed this planning meeting between my brother, our project manager, our main superintendent, and then me, who's a logistics, you know, daily operations manager. I missed it. And I guess our superintendent that I'm good buddies with, he's a big, big Polynesian guy, he, huge football player. And he, uh, he told me, he's like, when they were going through the meeting, my brother kept, oh, we're going to, what about this? Oh, I'll have Logan do it. My, that was my brother's comment to everything. Like, oh, I'll have, Logan can take care of that. And then it hit a yeah. point where he, John was like, I mean, I can, I can help. Like Logan doesn't <laughs> do whatever. But like, that's, that's kind of my brother's mentality sometimes is he knows that he can rely on me and I will just, I do the best I can to just take care of everything mm-hmm. so that he has more time to focus on, you know, getting the money you know, making sure the business is growing, doing more personnel stuff, HR stuff. He's been, so it's just, <clears throat> it's just funny. It's kind of like, Oh, Logan will do it. Oh, Logan will do it. Oh, Logan will do it. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I'm not burnt out. I'm fine. <laughs> so I, let me ask you this. Does your brother. So for me, I, there, I was just thinking about when you were talking about this, I personally have uh, an emotional investment with people. Sure. And, um, like influencers, like we were just talking about stuff like that, um, family, things like that. And then sometimes they get upset with me because they feel like I should go a different route where they don't know the whole entire scope of things. Mm-hmm. They just see one little glimpse. Do you? Does your brother feel that pressure from family or feel that pressure from influencers or feel that pressure from anyone? And it does it affect him because that, I would say, is what gets me the most. Um, what I would say is like, he does, I think he feels a lot of pressure in general, right? Because like I said, oh, 100%, we, I get that pressure a lot. Yeah. So I think one thing that's important to remember, especially for people that work for somebody else, even if you're in a manager managing position, you don't know the full story. And I try to give my brother the benefit of the doubt. We've had headbutts, and <clears throat> just last week he and I sat down and it's very awkward. He and I sat down to be like, Hey, this is my pay situation. This is something we talked about. This is something we need to talk about. This is where we're at. This is the economy. This is how much I need to make. Like, it's kind of a weird, I mean, we're getting to the point where being adults, where our age gap really isn't mattering anymore. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. so much the younger brother. Like we're both just brothers. We're both in our thirties. Like we're both adult men now. It's not like, Oh, my older brother, like we're both married with kids. Like, and he relies, I know he relies a lot on me. So, I, I always have to remind myself that I don't know the full story. I don't have anything on the line like he does. I didn't build this company. 
And at the end of the day, if this all goes under, I'm going to have to find a new job. He'll probably, he would probably lose his house. Mm -hmm. So I try to remind myself that I do have a, like, I know where my place is, but at the same time, I still need to be able to step up and say what I need to say because we do have an agreement. He is still Mm -hmm. my employer. He is still someone that has a contractual obligation, obligation to me and what he agreed to, you know, agreed to compensate me with. So I think it's just finding the balance, but I think at the end of the day, it has to come down and this can be applied to any employer employee situation. It's not your freaking company. If you don't like something, you got to know your place. And if you're not okay with it, move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's business is business and there's not like if I've said this to guys before, like when I managed a trucking company and there was guys that had opinions, opinions are valid. Everyone deserves to have their opinion heard, but it doesn't mean that they're not above reproach. It doesn't mean that you can't have a response come back to you that you don't like. Mm -hmm. I had guys that would come at me all the time about our pay structure with the trucking company. I didn't set the pay structure, but as the, as the manager at the time, it was still my responsibility to be the first line of defense before it got to the owners. There was this one guy who was so frustrated about the pay structure and he'd been working for us for two weeks, if that. And he was like riling up the other drivers, like just literally, literally like this little dictator. Like I'm like, and I, I kind of pulled him aside and I was like, look, if you think your ideas are so great, go start your own company. If you think these guys who have got millions of dollars on the line are doing it wrong, but yet you're, you're, you're coming to them for a paycheck. If you think you're doing it so much better than them, quit your job, start your own. That I think puts it into perspective. Not, not everybody can do that. And then not saying that just because you can't start a company, you don't have good ideas, but I think it's on how you deliver it. Yeah. I think if you come at some, if you come at something with the wrong attitude, it's not going to be heard. It's well, not going to be understood. Well, I 100% know <clears throat> I don't know everything. And I, oh, yeah. and I, I need to bring good people on board to do stuff for me that I don't know how to do. I don't understand. And I would love like you, Logan, I call you occasionally. I call my family occasionally and a few others. I'm like, Hey, this situation, what should I do? And I ask for advice because sure. really it's just you, but I, and I'll ask for advice because I'm just like, I've never been in this situation. I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. And usually there's not necessarily a right answer. There's kind of like a good, better, best. And they're all good options. Just what do you do? And yeah. like dealing with management, like the management, like uh, as a, you know, as the owner, you manage a team. And for right now, and then eventually you'll have someone between you two, you know, so that they can manage the team. But I've had asked questions about that because I'm like, hey, I've never had to deal with this situation. Yeah. What do we do? Well, uh, and I think, like you said, I mean, you put people in, you put people in positions that are valued. Like, mm-hmm. There's our, our main project manager. He has got a ton of experience, like high up at a big excavation company as a longtime operator. He knows what he knows. I know what I know. I don't know what I don't know. That's the thing is, <clears throat> I think it comes down to like, you do put people in positions where their opinions do matter. But at the end of the day, it, it all falls back on the guy who signs the checks. Yeah. You decide to take all that information and make their best educated decision. Mm-hmm. There are some people that don't do that very well. And sometimes I've, dude, I've had, I've had much better ideas with my experience in logistics get shot down. And then later it comes up like kind of a, I told you so situation 
I don't, I didn't go there before, but <clears throat> that's the point is that regardless of the fact that maybe he's my brother and I have more experience in the trucking world, I have more experience with this and this and this. I still have to understand at the end of the day, he can tell me that's not what we're doing. And I have yeah. to be okay with that. And we've had times where it's been like, okay, fine, whatever. I don't care. And then there's been times where I've been like kind of a, a, upset or annoyed about it. So I think it's all a give and take. <clears throat> I think anybody who's ever closed off to opinions, especially from like a management team that you employ, like that's just kind of a toxic work situation, like a, like a dictatorship more than like a team. Yeah. But it's give and take. I think I've worked for, I've worked for some really good people and I've worked for some people that I would love to punch in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, see, and I believe in an open door policies and all that kind of stuff. But I think also kind of like you said, unsolicited advice that is presented to me sometimes doesn't go well because of the way it's presented. Sure. Um, where it's more of a slap in the face, you're more and rather than, hey, I would like to help. And I think that's what I think that's the hardest thing for me that I deal with currently. Yeah. No, and I think sometimes good, like sometimes that kind of advice can be helpful because <clears throat> it can give you a different perspective. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think everything has to be taken with a grain of salt because I don't know. I, I I'm kind of on the kick. I mean, you saw my you saw my TikTok post. Oh I'm yeah. Kind of, I'm kind of on the very like anti unsolicited opinion train right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think that. I think that if you're, if you're dropping your opinion on someone's life who didn't ask for it in a negative way, like there's the door. Yeah. Like this life is so freaking hard right now that I think that if you're not trying to help someone or build someone up in a positive way, not like a snowflake way, like, like not showing someone the hard way or not showing some like not showing someone, you know, something they need to hear or they say, but just like, just to like beat someone down, like I'm right, you're stupid. Like this is a bad, you know, whatever. I think that's never productive ever no i agree i i there's a fine line um and i think the way it's presented is like I, if it comes out of love like hey man let's say they came to me and say tyson i'm worried about your health sure i'm worried that you're not going to be around much longer if you don't start taking care of yourself i love you and i want your family to make sure that you're there i would take that and i'm like thank you i understand you're worried about me would my feelings be hurt probably because i've been working on it right now you know what i mean and I've lost 40 pounds, but, yeah. but, um, I would understand where they're coming from as a place of love rather than dude, Tyson, you're fat. What the crap are you doing? And then I'm yeah. just like, little jerk, you're yeah. ugly. You know, I'm like, well, there's a difference in the way you're presenting it. I think there's tact. You just gotta have yeah. tact. Yeah, dude. I think you can apply that concept in so many different places of like, <clears throat> think of, think of you. Some people forget that when it comes to starting a company and I'm not speaking from experience, I don't have some big company. I don't have a bunch of employees. I I'm just, I've kind of worked my way up at a few and kind of ended up being number two at a couple different places. Like this, like with you, man, it's their baby. Like this is what somebody is banking on to provide an income slash eventually retirement for their family. So it's mm -hmm. like, you got to be prepared that if you get in the way of that, like <clears throat> I understand, like, I understand the concept that even though he's my brother, I am replaceable. Yeah. Because I, you know, I mean, he, I, I, I'm not trying to be cold hearted about it. Like we're not at a point where like we would ever like me getting fired, but it's like, if it came down to it, like 
he has to keep moving his business forward mm-hmm. with or without me, which means if I ever found another opportunity or, or I started my own thing or whatever, you know, it is what it is. No hard feelings because he would want what was best for me. So I think it just comes down to <clears throat> looking at some, looking at something through someone else's eyes before you just make like a super hard stance yeah. on something. Dude, the hardest thing I've ever had to do was fire person. The first, first couple of people I had to fire. Sheesh, that was hard. Like one yeah. stole from me, yeah, uh, out of the till, and then the second one wouldn't respond, talk, mean, aggressive, all that kind of stuff. Very passive aggressive, and I had to let them go. And yeah. I'm just like, holy crap, those were really, really hard. Um, now I'm to the yeah. point where I'm like, this is this, you're, you're you're hurting the company. We need to let you go. Yeah. Now I had to do that with the trucking company once or twice. I uh, thankfully I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. With my brother's company because he's 100% over personnel and I'm completely fine with that. <clears throat> but at the trucking company, I did have to let one or two guys go. One of them was like a safety issue. It was just like, buddy, I'm sorry. I can't. You're driving a you're driving a 120,000 pound truck that's 90 feet long. Like, I, we can't have that. Like, we can't Damn. have you doing what you're doing. <clears throat> but yeah, it was. I mean, you feel bad because I've been on the receiving end of being let go when I was younger. You know, it wasn't a performance thing. It was just like, you know. It, it just, it's hard. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine, I, I can't imagine getting that right now, being a little bit more established, but it's, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't like the feeling after I felt bad, but it's like, it's business. Like, sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie though. Me doing this right now. I'm kind of liking my arms. <laughs> this is why we need it. I can't wait till we get to the point where we have like a studio, like where we sit in and like there's regular cameras because you guys can't. Tyson's got his arms up on his head and he's flexing his biceps at me. So, yeah, flexing the hairy nipples. It's cute, bud. Love it. <laughs> <clears throat> we always say we're gonna do like a lighter episode, and then you're like, "Hey, let's talk about a super important concept." I've been thinking. Let's about talk about. Us. Let's talk about abortion. No, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, one thing we promise you is we are never going to get political. <laughs> no, I, that's what I mean. Is like, let's talk about politics. Which, oh, dude, dude, I mean, it's. I am going to say this though, and I'm really excited for it because I think it's a train wreck waiting to happen. Governor Newsom yeah. and Governor Santos, so California and Florida are going to have a debate. Oh, that'll be fun. I know it'll be like it's like two literally fires. opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, a hundred percent. It's going to be fun. Yeah. No, I, I'm not looking forward to the whole, I hate election years because it's just all you. It's miserable. Everything. I, I do. Okay. It's so divisive well, too. No matter who you're thing, for, it's divisive. I cannot stand and I will never give it more than a half of a second through scrolling is the, is the people that do like the TikTok and Instagram lives where they like put the flag of who they're, who they're like pro, whether it's this guy or they're that guy or the red or the blue or the independent. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen that. Oh my gosh, dude. It's like, they just sit there in the live and they're like, they'll put like some super politically charged statement of like, prove me wrong. Or I won't, I'll end this live when someone proves to me that this is false or like, it's literally just the clickiness of clickbait. And I'm just like, Oh, like it's just tra- for me. Lives I get what, Oh, the Disneyland. Scratch, Disneyland lives or the scratching the, the, the 
lottery scratch offs. <laughs> the, the or or now lately it's been find these five things in this picture, and I'm like, what? It's and I look, I'm like, there's only four. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I'm done with you guys. See, I respect, I respect the game of the people doing that because like you don't realize how much money they're making doing that right now. Oh yeah. But at the same time as somebody who like really tries, tries hard and like tries to plan and make content that people enjoy bugs the heck out of me. Dude, I'm you like, plan oh. a lot and you put a I'm lot like, of you and your, your you and your trash content. Get out of my page. <laughs> like, a lot of people just do clickbait. That's what it yeah. is. No, I had a, I, I was, I was a little happy with one of the ones I posted the other day. It did pretty good. The one about like, in a bit like the, the body positive for thick guys, like big boys. That one that. You using the blow dryer or the dryer, like the, the air hose. Oh, no, the air compressor. Dude, that was hilarious. Yeah. My, it's funny as like, is uh my brother's uh my nephew he walked in because the our shop is at my brother's house like he has a big our, our big shop is in the back of my brother's property and my nephew walks in while i'm doing that and he's like what are you doing <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's nine like, <laughs> i'm like get out of here dude <laughs> you don't understand i'm like, what Randa like does. it's it's for tiktok it's it's for the it's for shut up but it's but uh no so uh, last thing I think it's hilarious that one of the punishments for our fantasy football league was to you're going to have to do a lip sync of Celine Dion. Oh, man. And it's going to be so embarrassing. And in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be fun. I hope I lose. Dude, um, you crushed no. it. Dude, it's, I had so much fun. Candace was laughing so hard when she brushed my cheek. And it's like we tried to make it identical to what Celine Dion did. And so I'm excited. I, I'll, I'll post that on Wednesday. I'm a little upset that we're not at the point yet where we're like streaming this or like putting this on YouTube because it's like, it would be one of those things kind of like with Joe Rogan. I'm like, Jamie, can you pull this up? Like, I would want to be like, Janae, can we put this up here? Like, cause like we, you need to post that on your page. Cause I it was so well done. Like as I've done a few Celine Dion lip syncs just for fun on my page. And like that topped all of mine. That was beautiful i was I didn't crying know she had a dress with a little drape over her so i just put the beard or the barber uh the cape, cape on and the i just it was so stupid dude i was like scream laughing at that when you sent it to me <laughs> so but no i think yeah it's uh hopefully this was like more of a just more laid back you know listen as you guys are driving doing nothing episode we 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 like the good the good content we've been putting out with some like really good information and, and obviously it's, it's hit home for a few of you guys. So we still plan to still be ourselves and still just talk and, and BS. And, but this has been, this has just been a therapeutic experience. Dude. We've been doing this for a few months now and we have. I really, I really like it. So how many episodes are we in? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah, like I'm... 18, 19, a million, $1 million. No, but I think it's fun. It's like I said, if hopefully soon we start getting sponsors that help get you and Janae paid and stuff like that. And yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we keep getting we keep getting ratings, we keep getting people commenting, and I just yeah. uh, appreciate you guys. If if you would, those who listen till the very end, if you guys could please give us a thumbs up, five stars, comment on whatever you're. Whether it be Spotify, Apple, who whatever uh, program you listen to, please just uh, give us a thumbs up. 
five stars and give us a reason why you like us. That would be amazing. I really would appreciate that. Don't don't give us a reason why you don't like us. I don't need that negativity in my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they talked about this and this and this. These guys are so lame. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be like i think this is episode 17 and I'm like yeah you know the one where like tyson and logan were like super tired yeah i don't like that episode <laughs> yeah that's this one so <laughs> i gotta yeah, admit the just, fart chills one was one of my favorites this fart you guys okay you guys you guys now we'll end it with this we talked about that that episode we talked about twilight you guys think that we were joking, but Tyson and I regularly send each other Twilight TikToks. We really do. Like we're we're both on Twilight TikTok. <laughs> so I do get a lot of that. It's hilarious. This, I, this I just had a couple. Can, I think I sent you one or, or two this week. This is how you can tell we are true friends. The fact that we both enjoyed Twilight as adult grown men before we met. Yes, seriously. And it's like, oh, I read all the Twilight books. Oh, me too. <laughs> And I am so happy about it. <laughs> I am excited to see the new Hunger Games one. Yeah, that'd be good. No, I like that kind of stuff. I think it's fun. Yeah. We're all we're all just little teenagers at heart. We're, we're, my my wife laughs. If it's not teenage drama, Tyson ain't watching it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I'm like, it's kind of true. If it doesn't it's have like, vampires, werewolves, or something like that, and it has nothing to do with teenagers in high school, I'm not watching it. Yeah, you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we did do a high school musical TikTok, and it did do pretty well. So it really it did. And we both already knew all of the words before we did the TikTok. <laughs> So, so I know true. we like ended this podcast like two minutes ago and then got into another weird topic. So, no, but what's funny though is some eyes that are porters in high school right now, and I went to go pick them up, and they are like so small and tiny and little like babies still. And I'm like, it cracks me up. I'm like, oh, that's dear. not what Edward looks like in high school. No, how long have you been 17? Yeah, a while, <laughs> <laughs> a long time. It's so stupid. It is, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I don't feel like I looked like a baby in high school, but no, you had your chin strap. No, I did have a little bit of a chin strap. But... Yeah, it was amazing. Almost as amazing as all of you that listen to RBS. So, thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five star review as well as write something a little pretty in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care. Anyway, have a great day. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know, it's good. That was, I like that. You can't redo it without laughing. That was good. <laughs>